This episode of Off My Shelf contains coarse language and adult conversation. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, my name is Tracy James and welcome to Off My Shelf, a podcast about movies that are, well, off my shelf, where we go through my DVDs and talk about the movies in my collection. In the third and final episode of Batapalooza, Leslie Miller is here to talk about two parts of the almost epic Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy. Uh-oh. Batman Begins and The Dark Knight Rises. And, and sorry, and The Dark Knight. Not Rises. Not Rises. Hi, everyone. I, I, I'm scared of if it starts to bleed into Dark Knight Rises. I mean... It's like... I'm gonna have my head cut off. It'll be fine. No, I think I think it would be fine if it bleeds into that, so I can, you know, probably explain why I don't have it. But I think most people understand why I don't. Have yeah, it. yeah, yeah. It it was very like I think most people after they saw the third movie, they're just a whole lot of sorry, what? Yeah, it was. Um, I was actually like looking it up afterwards, uh, just with critics, and it was better received than Batman Begins. Like Dark Knight was like their their favorite ever and then batman begins was i think it got like an 85 percent or something on rotten tomatoes which is decent yeah but dark knight rises got like a 90 so there was obviously people who critics wise anyways but i know a lot of fans were like what the hell was that well yeah i mean especially when you come after a movie like the dark Mm -hmm. knight Mm -hmm. there's a lot to live up to but also there were so like, there were so many holes in the movie yeah. that just frustrated people, you know, kind of like this last season of Game of Thrones. I was say, but it's okay. <laughs> what else? Like, season eight of Batman. Yeah. That's what it is. It's, um, uh, it's just like they forgot everything else they did before, and they're yeah. just like, yeah, he's just going to do some stuff. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's it. Yeah. I was thinking, um, I was thinking, too, when I was watching Batman Begins and Dark Knight, the villains in those ones, they're just villains. That's it. They don't have to be, like, this huge backstory. Whereas with Dark Knight Rises, they have this huge backstory mm-hmm. of um, of even Bane and of... Uh, oh, yeah. Of, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And how they had to go into in-depth as to why they are the way they are. And mm. I think what's great about Gotham villains in general is they're just bad people. They're yeah. just awful. They don't yeah. have to have a backstory. They just mm. are what they are. A lot of them just show up. Yeah. They're like, here we are. You're gonna die. Yeah. That's it. And yeah. to tell you the truth, if you have a good guy opposed, uh, opposite them, we're fine. Yeah. But that's, that's pretty much all we need. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, like, and the thing is, especially with The Dark Knight, so much happens in that movie that it could um, easily have been one of those, like, they're just doing too much, this isn't going to work. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, whereas, tell you the truth, the the Dark Knight Rises is pretty straightforward, and they messed that up a yeah. great deal. Yeah, definitely. So. Um, I, I agree. I, I remember feeling like, eh, that's not great. That it, My big thing was Catwoman. That was my big thing, because I just loved um, the Tim Burton Batman, uh, yeah. returns and, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer just killed Michelle it. Michelle Pfeiffer killed it. And she was, you know, you had some big heavyweights in that movie. Like mm-hmm. you had Danny DeVito and obviously you had Michael Keaton and then you had, um, what's his name that was, uh, 
what's his name? Uh, oh, uh, Christopher Clay, Walken. Yeah, Christopher yeah. Walken. Mm-hmm. And she she annihilated everything. Yeah, she stole the show. She um, stole every scene. But you know what? Jack Nicholson had the same thing in the first Batman that they mm-hmm. were like, he's never going to be able to measure up. They were very like, ugh, about casting um, anybody. Yeah. Because they wouldn't live up. And he annihilated every scene. So I remember when they finally casted for for the Catwoman in Dark Knight Rises. They wanted Angelina Jolie and mm. she wouldn't do it. And that was their first one. So when they were like Anne Hathaway, I'm like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you never know. She might surprise me like Heath. Heath yeah, because Heath Leather surprised everybody, everybody as a Joker. Everybody. So yeah. like, yeah, we all gave him benefit of the doubt. Like, oh, they know what they're doing. They're, yeah. It's going to be fine. And it was not fine. <laughs> and one thing that I was going to talk about um, that I've, felt for a long time is I don't know if Christopher Nolan does women very well I don't think he does no actually no No. they're usually kind of in the background or even if they're like even in like Inception Ellen Page was the crux of the story but she didn't do anything no no everybody around her did stuff and she kind of just stood around yeah even in like um well I guess with Memento with uh Carrie Ann Moss she was she was just a bitch. So, yeah. yeah. You know, she was just kind of, she wasn't even in it that much, but she had an important role in it. Yeah. And all of the parts she was in, she was just not a nice person. No. You know, and that was it. And, and it's true. Like, if you keep thinking back in his movies, even within Interstellar, the woman didn't really do anything. No, no. Anne Hathaway's character was just like, I'm looking for this other scientist I'm in love with, and she gets left on a planet to die by herself. Yeah. Yeah. That's. That's it. Doesn't and do anything. Actually, one of my favorite Christopher Nolan movies um, is Insomnia. I mm-hmm. loved Insomnia. But, I mean, Al Pacino and Robin Williams. Like, do you even remember how Hilary Swank was in that? Like, she was so small. Seriously? Yeah, she's in that movie. And it's such a minor role mm-hmm. that it's just like, oh, right. Like, I just feel like they're just very unimportant to him. And then, of course, he did Dunkirk. And, I mean, okay, it's war, so there's not a lot of women anyways. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. holy, like, there wasn't. There was no way. Like, they, he just, mm-hmm. he he doesn't. And I think that that was a big thing with the Katie Holmes scenario because everyone hated Katie Holmes in that role. Yeah. Um, I actually, until I was looking up some, some information last night, I thought that Christopher Nolan didn't cast her again, but he offered her the role and she knew that everyone hated her. Yeah. So she, she said no. And it went to Maggie Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter. It, no, didn't it didn't matter. matter. It was just a terribly written female role. Well, yeah. And yeah. it, it added no depth. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I was like, what, what is happening? Well, Why? I mean, the, the thing is too, is I, uh, like, I think Maggie Gyllenhaal did a better job mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, than Katie Holmes, but Either way, the character didn't do anything. No. You know, no. and it was, she stood up to the Joker at the party, but then, you know, she was scared and she was just thrown into the damsel situation and she dies. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. You know, um, in the first movie, she's like, I'm working with the district attorney's office. Stomp, stomp, stomp. Yeah. And you suck, Bruce Wayne. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm like the girl next door go-getter. Like, it's very, like you said, it's very cookie-cutter. He has what, their one dimension of what they're going to be. Like you said with, uh, with Carrie Ann Moss, that she was like a bitch and that's it. Yeah. And, and that's what she's like, I'm girl next door who's fighting for the Gotham and, Mm -hmm. and there's nothing else going on. Well, yeah, he picked, I think what he does, he picks a trope. Yeah. And he's, cause even like Ellen Page, she's, um, uh, the wide-eyed creative. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
and and he just goes with it and like that's that's the box that they're in yeah and you know and when you had a bigger character like um julian cotillard in the dark knight rises yeah again she didn't really do anything she kind of walked around and bane did all the work and did all the pontificating that you couldn't understand and <laughs> but that it's was it. tom hardy so it's fine <laughs> covered most of his very pretty face so does it uh, count <laughs> uh, take off your pants no. <laughs> and then just keep your face covered it's fine yeah, it's fine it's fine just walk around we're fine with this everything's good everything's good um well i yeah. guess uh you know you've complained about christopher nolan himself now <laughs> i mean, do love him and i do love these films and i i love what he did for batman um I think it was a long enough time. Like what, what people keep doing with Spider-Man where it's like, okay, it's been five years. Let's do it do again. Another one. Yeah. I think it had been a long enough time. And I think, uh, because the last one or two Batmans in that original quadrilogy. <laughs> Is that <laughs> what we're going to call no. it? Yeah. Um, apparently the box that says motion picture anthology. Oh, so anthology. we're going yes, to go with that. Yes. Um, <laughs> I think that they uh, failed so badly at the end that they're like, okay, let's, let's give this and it's, and it's the director of Memento. So it's going to be awesome. And I think he did a really good job. That was really my only complaint was the women are not great. In. But it's but it's all his movies, so it's not like he just yeah, drops the not, ball. The and that's time. why, yeah. like he, I mean, his brother helped write, um, or was the the main writer in Dark Knight. And okay. Then there was another writer, I forget what his name is for Batman um, Begins. So it's not him necessarily writing everything, mm-hmm. but I think he's the common denominator, right, with yeah. his direction and whatever. So. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, but let's this talk about yes. let's talk about it more. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess we'll start with like Batman Begins. I mean, uh, that came out in two thousand and five, yep. which was what is that? How many years after? Oh, that's you know, a good nine years after. No, eight years after the the last Batman and Robin movie that was like now you've ruined superhero movies go to Why hell. is there nipples? <laughs> the very unnecessary nipple. Um and I think this was the beginning like Tim Burton started the gritty superhero movie. Yeah. Whereas you know these started the quote unquote real world yes. superhero movies. Yes. Right? Yeah. Where they're like they're like, no, like he's not, you know, a superhuman dude or anything. He's mm-hmm. a rich guy. We're going to show him get beat up. We're going to show him have scars. Yep. It's going to be dark and gritty. Who needs humor? Everything's going to be real serious. And we're just going to restart this world yep. with this guy. Yeah. Yep. And it was kind of shocking is not the word when I when I saw this movie. But at the same time, it was just kind of like eye-opening I guess like yeah. you can like I, I had at that point in time I had read comic books for years and years and years and years yeah and they've had stories like this but they've never brought those stories to the screen right. or that style of story to the screen right and when this came out I was just like finally you know so you can I can get you know like you're such a nerd look at you with your superhero movies <laughs> or like yeah. this is so ch-, you know relegated to like no this is for kids no this is an no. adult properly made film about you know um trying to save the urban landscape you know from bad people and a rich guy is the only guy who can do it yeah yeah and uh 
And I was thinking too, just Gotham in general became like another character in that story. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it is the political climate and um, just sort of the underbelly and the corruption. It could be any American city. Like it, it could can. really yeah. just, they did such a good job on what I think Gotham should be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you're talking about how it's just felt really real world, um, apparently Christopher Nolan like changed the title of the movie when he was approaching the bigger stars like Michael Caine and um, and Morgan Freeman and uh, oh, Commissioner, what's his name? Gary Oldman. Oh, Gary Oldman, yeah. Um, and he, he retitled, he titled it something else and removed all references to Batman because he wanted them to take it seriously. That's a serious role. It's not whatever you think mm-hmm. it is like with a yeah. superhero movie. It's not like, you know, like zap and zoink yeah, and boom, yeah. you know, and it's. Would uh, yeah. was Superman or not Superman? Was um was Spider Man like the Tobey Maguire? Had that come out already before? Uh, that? that's a good question, actually. Because I... I feel like that tone is completely different from. Oh yeah, it's a very it's a completely different tone yes. because I remember rewatching that first Spider Man movie because I remember it being more of a closer to being serious but not completely serious if you know what I mean. Yeah. And but then you rewatch it and like this is goofy as shit it's when you so rewatch goofy. it. It's so goofy. And then by the time you get to the third one when Toby Maguire's dancing down the sidewalk, <laughs> it's like, oh Well I'm sorry, you didn't like that? Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah that that Spider Man came out in two thousand and two. Right. So it had already come out. Um and this was I guess maybe that was the reboot of the superhero movie. I think so. Or wait, or no, did, did they do Fantastic Four before that? They would have, yeah. And then... Yeah, and that failed miserably. I think they had some X-Men. No, probably. no, Fantastic Four came out the same year, 2005. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then was there X-Men before that? Like, original... X-Men. Um, Hugh Jackman, Rogue. Those, that those was things. in 2000, yes. Yeah. Yes. And that one, I mean, it had some grit to it too, but it was certainly not like these films. No, not so at all. If not you at all. were a Michael Caine or Gary Oldman and you were seeing a script come across your desk and it said Batman, even if it was the director of Memento, you would be like, no, I'm not doing this. This no. is this is a joke. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I thought that was really smart on his part because it does read like a crime movie, especially the, especially Dark Knight. The first opening, I completely forgot yes. that opening. Which it is absolutely like, it just draws you in like in the first like, millisecond screen comes on boom you're you're sucked in yeah that's it yeah and uh and they had that playing as their preview mm-hmm. when you went to see i am legend <laughs> which you go and see i am legend to see that preview and then you stay and cry over the dog, dog dying. dying oh my god i know oh <laughs> uh, so so the funny thing about it is that the girl that is in that movie um now i have to look that up as well um, I call her the movie ruiner. She ruins movies, okay. right? Every time she shows up in a movie, that's the point of the movie where the movie goes downhill. Right. Okay. And I just don't like, I guess that's why they stopped hiring her for things because you're just like, oh no, you're going to ruin stuff. Thanks for coming out. But no, I'm good. You know, from I am legend. Yeah. Uh, oh. Alice Braga. I don't know who that is. Yeah. Uh, she's the, she's the girl that shows up with, like, the boy, and he, she's making, like, candy right, for him okay, or whatever. okay, okay, yeah, yeah, So, yeah. like, so, like, she, the first time I saw her, I think that was Repo Men or something before that. Yeah. The one with, um, 
uh, Forrest Whitaker and God, what is his name? Jude Law. Mm. Um, and it's, you know, it's like the dystopian future and, you know, they're repossessing organs yep. and all that kind of stuff. Yep. And like up until that part, like until she shows up, you're like, you're in it. Yeah. Like you, this is so good. Yeah. And then she shows up and then it just kind of goes, I'm like, oh, really? I know. Even though like at the end, like that scene where they're trying to like scan stuff is, is really messed up and everything is kind of cool. Yeah. But still, I'm just like, you're ruining this. <laughs> oh, ruining this. That's yeah. Gabrielle Union for me. I'm like, oh. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> See, but the thing is, is there's a difference between Gabrielle Union being a crappy like actor, yeah, and ruining a whole movie. Yeah, that's you true. Know? That's true. Um, and she like, didn't bring down, uh, bring it on. No, she did not. She, I mean, she was there. She, she was saucy, she, but she was. She was, she was she like a ruiner. Of anything exactly. That movie's fantastic. Yeah. I don't know. I don't understand why we enjoy that movie so much. Like that movie is that movie. Like the premise, it's garbage. It's yeah, the absolutely. premise of it, it should be. But you will sit there and you're just like, yes, and come on, cheering. jazz hands, let's do this. You know? <laughs> oh uh, yes, um, yeah. I have great taste in movies, guys. Just letting you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this this uh, Alice Braga, like in like uh, Elysium. You know, yeah. world yeah. building, it's all good. And then she, they meet each other and you're just like, downhill, <laughs> right downhill. I am legend, you know, uh, things going on, dog dies. He's just like, I'm going to take you down, vampires or zombies or whatever. Yeah. She shows up, turns That's to garbage, yeah. you know. Like, yeah. and it's, you know, um, what is Predators, when they're on that plane and she's right at the beginning. Downhill, right from oh, the beginning. Now you know? I know exactly <laughs> who you're talking about. She's yes. horrible. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, the one that was with Adrian Brody at the very end. Yes, right? yeah. and you're just like, why are you the one that lives? Yeah. Not yeah. the Yakuza guy. He said three words a whole movie, but I preferred him to live. She looks like um, she looks like the girl who was in the last uh, Tomb Raider, the most recent one. Oh, uh, the candor? Yeah, yeah. and she, she's married to, um, oh God, uh, what's his name? Uh, in Prometheus, he played like the robot guy. Uh, really? Yeah, they're married in real life. They were in a movie really? together. Yeah, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, so maybe maybe she's replaced this more. Yeah, <laughs> to just ruin stuff now or whatever. <laughs> I mean, she really was very good in um Ex Machina. Yeah. Or Ex Machina. People argue about how you it's say it. Ex Machina. It's Ex Machina. You know yeah, what? Anybody? That. It's Ex Machina. I'm looking at my microphone. <laughs> But I'm talking to the world. <laughs> but like, you listen to me. Um, yeah, and she was very good in that. Like, yeah. I, but everything after that, I'm just actually no. I really enjoyed her in The Man from Uncle. Oh right, yeah, 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 yeah. I did enjoy yeah. her in that one. Yeah. But everything else I've seen her in, it's She's very a lot more than I thought she was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's very shrug worthy. Very like meh. Yeah. You know, like yeah. yeah, she did a thing. Sure. <laughs> She's the Katie Holmes of the <laughs> oh my god. Oh, yes. <laughs> We're just gonna beat on her like crazy. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, um so Sister Maga Katie Holmes. Yes. Yeah. I find it interesting that um I didn't remember that Batman Begins had a full origin story in it. It is a big origin story. Yeah. And it's, I think it, that, the whole movie is his origin technically. Yeah, yeah. I, I wrote that down when I was watching it and I was kinda like 
it's an origin story that doesn't spend all its time being an origin story. Like, mm. there's a lot of uh, superhero movies or uh, anything that's like, you know, the Spider-Man, the oh God, Wolverine's had 6,000 origin stories. We get it. You're Wolverine. We got it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Well, technically, Wolverine has never had an origin story. Yeah. Yeah, no, I guess that's true. Mm. I mean, they did one in the comic books, but not... The film one, I'm gonna say that doesn't exist because that <laughs> oh, right. stupid. I'm like, wait, I saw it and he's in the tank and his nails. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know yes. enough about X-Men that I would just made that up in my head. <laughs> I mean they had origins in the title. Yeah, but did they actually Yeah, it's yeah, just it's enough. just him during his Weapon X program and you know, Ryan Reynolds is a very early Deadpool-esque oh God, character yeah. that they tried to ruin, which made me so angry for years. Yeah. Because uh, people were just like, why do you like Deadpool? He's so lame. I'm like, you did not read the comic books. That is not Deadpool. <laughs> this is a lie. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And it did. And then everybody's like, Deadpool's so cool. I'm like, what have I been saying? I don't yeah. understand what your problem yeah. is. It's me with Ryan Gosling and Breaker High. I'm like, mm-hmm. he is the hot one, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, and then the um, I'm sorry, young Hercules. I'm, yeah, I don't understand. Even before that, Even I before don't understand. That. People don't, don't like he was. He was an Hercules, but like he was Hercules, he was Hercules. young Hercules. Okay, <laughs> Kevin Zorbo was the older him. Okay, yeah. come yeah. on, and guys. He was in a couple episodes. Of Are you afraid of the dark? <laughs> yes, he was also in. No, it was Ryan Reynolds. that was an episode of the X Files. Never mind. Yeah. Yes, he got murdered. <laughs> this went off on a weird text. Um, I don't even remember what we're talking about. Um, <laughs> origin stories. Origin stories. Um, yes. Yeah, it was heavily, and I really liked um, the whole background with the parents, and mm. that they were at the opera, and he was scared, mm. and that's why they left, and yes. he had that guilt, and mm. um, his whole. His whole thing was about that guilt and going away and learning to train and, and that anger yes. that he he felt like he caused that. His fear caused that mm-hmm. and his parents And that. he wanted to take control of that fear and yeah. that's why he took on like Batman, you yeah. know, because yeah. he's facing his fear and that's why I think it's, it's also very good that his first villain was really the Scarecrow who's yeah. about fear and facing yeah. your fear and I think that's one of the reasons why he was also able to overcome it. Yes. Faster than anybody else because he's like, I did this shit already, guys. It's done. Let's go. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I, again, I, I sound like a dog in heat, but um, <laughs> really silly Murphy. First of all, it's Killian. Um, first of all, <laughs> second of all, he's in my top three along with Tom Hardy. Wait, who's Idris? Oh yeah, that's that's definitely. I like my UK guys apparently, and uh, it's the accent. Don't lie, it's not their face, it's not their body, it's just the accent. Killian with those eyes and that bone structure, (laughs) like a good bone structure. Uh, I'm sorry, no, he he was perfect for the role because he looks like a psycho. He is a bit creepy. Yeah, Yeah, I love him. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I just want to say this: your eyes just lit up. When you said that, so much, so much. You're just like, I just love him. It's, <laughs> love oh my god! So yeah, no. Um, he uh, he auditioned for the role, and uh, and the eyes actually were. He was Christopher Gold's like, now nah, you'd make a good bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> like he's like, you look like a bad guy. You you yeah. look like somebody that would like slip a roofie in a drink. <laughs> yeah, this will work. Been in so many Christopher Nolan movies since. Like yeah. he was in Inception, and then he was in Dunkirk, mm-hmm. and. Uh, 
But yeah, he was he auditioned to be Batman, and they're like, oh. yeah. <laughs> you got the face right. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah, if we could just cover up your eyes. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, he was fantastic, and I love how simple it was. It was the it was the drug, but just like a, a burlap sack. Like there's nothing scary yeah. about a burlap sack. But okay. yeah, the fact that he had yeah. that drug, and it was just very freak people out. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And again, going back to that whole uh, realistic um, ideas and stuff with the movie that they, they didn't need to have like this big backstory that the villain was like, you mm. know, some sort of electrocution turned him into like some sort of, you know, crazy super dude. villain. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just a crazy guy who's in a gang or in a mob. Because he was with uh, what's his name? No, well, he's he he is a he's a he's a doctor. He is a psychologist. He, he's a psychologist. He's got his PhD, and he got in with the mob, and yeah, I and just he just wanted to fuck people up. Yeah, that was it. And that was it. Yeah. And, and he didn't need to have all this crazy stuff happen to him. He no. was just. It's like my childhood turned me this. Way. No, no, nobody uh, cares about that. Nobody. You're cares. bad. Yeah, and I think that that's what's so awesome about uh, the Joker with all his different backstories. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like, yeah, it's and like, he also he just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He just no. shows up and he's like, "I'm gonna ask you why so serious." Yeah, which I think is one of the greatest lines for a villain ever. Yeah, uh, I personally before that I don't remember it being in the comic books or anything. Mm-hmm. Some comic book guy is gonna yell at me about that, I guess. Yeah, um, but like, whoever came up with that line, yeah, why so serious? genius yeah absolutely absolutely genius yeah you yeah. know yeah so my favorite's when he's clapping in the jail <laughs> when jim gordon becomes the commissioner yeah. and everyone's clapping and he's just in the cell clapping like a complete lunatic <laughs> like i don't know how you can sarcastically cap- clap but he that, did it that well but he did it he so did well it. yeah and and that's the thing that made his joker just so memorable and mm-hmm. so just like authentic like he just threw himself into all yeah. of it you yeah know, it's, it's just it's fantastic yeah but before we get there we're gonna stick on begins for a little okay bit. okay um the other thing that i really liked about this origin story version of batman is that all of the movies and stuff that came before it was all just about the parents dying and then skipped Ahead to him being Batman. Yeah. Right? There was no training. There, there was, was no, no... Yeah, he's like, I'm Batman. Why? Because I'm rich. Like, that yeah. was it. Yeah. And despite, you know, his trainer being Ra's al Ghul, you know, spoiler <laughs> alert, guys. Yeah. And being, like, the bad guy and stuff. But it showed... It skipped over, like, you know, the, the mopey teenager yeah. to the angry adult to... The, you know what? No, I'm literally going to do something about it. And he figured out what he was going to do about it. Yeah. Which was join gangs, beat up people, learn how to fight, understand the underbelly of like crime. Like he didn't, he didn't care about like the crime bosses really. No, no. But it was all about like the small crimes because if you stop all those small crimes, the big guys don't get any money. No. Right. Which is, which is great. Yeah. And his parents were killed by a small crime. Person, right? It wasn't. Exactly. It, it wasn't, wasn't uh, Tom you know. Wilkinson's character that killed his parents. Yeah. It was yeah. somebody who worked for him, who worked for him. Like, like it was, you know, down the food chain. Yeah. If it, if it even related to him. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. No, it was, uh, it was a good backstory, and I, I 
couldn't believe how long it was. Like, it did go on, like, a lot longer. It's a full half of the movie. Yeah, 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 than I remembered. Um, Did you, did you like Liam Neeson? (laughs) Can you watch Liam Neeson now and not think about his racist stuff? (laughs) Because I can't. I'm like, oh no, Liam, you've ruined everything. (laughs) Love actually, Um, everything's over now. (laughs) So, personally, okay, I don't know how to make it sound like I'm not being racist to black people because I'm a black person. No. I don't I don't know. I didn't know we were going this way, but, but okay. <laughs> well, no. Well, I mean, you brought up the fact that, like, he's ruined everything because of his racist rant, and now mm-hmm. that's all you can think of, mm-hmm. right? But I, like, I listened to the interview, and I listened to what he said and why he said it and stuff, and even at the end of his story, he's just like... That was the dumbest thing I'd ever done, mm-hmm. and I would have felt horrible if I had actually found someone and did this. And the fact that, you know, within that, this horrible thing happened, and I made a rash decision to do something incredibly stupid, mm-hmm. and right at the end of it, he realized, what the shit am I doing? Yeah. I kind of understand it, and I'm not mad at him. I don't think he's, I don't think he's racist because of it. I yeah. think people have biases. When they get triggered, that bias comes out. Yeah. But because he he has figured how to rectify that bias almost immediately, I'm very happy nothing actually happened because then he would just been a crazy racist psycho who killed somebody for no fucking reason. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Um, and I'm not condoning his actions, and I'm not saying people should go out and do that. But I don't think. I just think he's imperfect. Yeah. I don't think he's actively racist. It was just also just really stupid. Like, you just shot your career in the foot for no reason. For no reason. Like, nobody... It wasn't like it was a soundbite from something that he had done, you know, 30, 40 years ago. He brought it up when somebody was, like, talking about revenge and stuff. Yeah. It's like, his publicist must have been like... What are you doing? Yeah. (laughs) What are you doing? down the hole. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it wasn't... I mean... All of the Me Too stuff that's come out yeah. and other other people who've turned out to be really racist and homophobic. It certainly wasn't the worst thing I've ever heard. No, definitely not. Um, no. It's just, yeah, it, it is a little hard for me to watch him now because I'm just like, aww. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're kind of a crazy old guy that just spouts out nonsense. So. Well, he, he's been like that for a little while. Though. Yeah. Like, he's... He's been like, I'm just going to say some whacked out things every once in a yeah. while. I'm FYI. a headed Irishman. It's okay. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But he's not like Sean Connery. I'm like, no, to keep a woman in line, you got to smack her in the mouth every mm, once in a while. Mm, mm. You know, like he's he's not that guy. Right? Yeah, and I haven't watched a Sean Connery movie since that. There you and go. like The Rock was my jam. <laughs> Fucking love that movie, you know. Um, so good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Um, but really it was the Nick, it's really the Nick Cage, I mean, you know, you know, that whole like jail scene, pubescent volatility, I'm going to enjoy gutting you, boy, (laughs) you know, that whole thing. Beautiful, beautiful, you know, um, yeah, crazy Nick Cage is kind of awesome. Um, but, uh, but like I was saying, it's, I don't, when I saw him come on screen, tell you the truth. It didn't trigger didn't anything. Didn't even think of it. No. I, actually, what I was really thinking, I'm like, really, white guy, Ra's al Ghul. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I, I wasn't thinking like Liam Neeson. He's a racist. <laughs> That's you know, it's it's two very different. Yeah. 
But it's also race-based on both accounts, technically. Yeah, technically. So, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's what I thought. It's, yeah. It's fine. I thought... But he Liam neeson in it. That's, yeah, he did. He that's did. what he did. I thought um, when I was watching Batman Begins, the only thing that I can say that I found... Like, even the Katie Holmes thing didn't bother me. I was just like, I wish you guys did more with women. But it, it wasn't like a, a problem for me. Mm-hmm. I found it was a little cluttered with bad guys like with villains because for me like dark knight they just honed in on one and it was done so well what the dark knight i mean it like it had um heath ledger was done so well and then it kind of at the end had to harvey dent and stuff no but it also had all the the mobster guys from all over the city it had the um the crooked cops in the police department as much as as batman begins because it had like tom wilkinson was really in it and then scarecrow was really in it and then mm-hmm. Razal was really in it and it just felt like well Razal Gu was really so when he comes in in the montage you think that's all you're like oh he's his sensei blah 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 yeah and that's all he's gonna be but then he comes in, he really only comes in at the very end as yeah. Raz al Ghul, yeah, you know? Yeah, it but really, then he yeah, also... It was only like 20 minutes or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but then you find out it's all one gang that's yes, doing that's all true. of this. That's true. And I think that's the reason why I didn't find it was cluttered. Like, I think if it was like three different people with completely different motives doing whatever they want three different ways, yeah, that then were, I would have been like, yeah. oh my god. Yeah. But then you find out, oh no, it's three different people who you think have different motives, but really, they're the same thing. Yeah. They're exactly the same thing. I think I liked all three that I wish they had had more screen time. Like, mm-hmm. Tom Wilkinson can read the phone book and I'd be happy. Like, yeah, he's, he's so cool. good. And yeah. He's so good in that role and he was very... I, I guess maybe underused for me, and mm-hmm. and, and he Scarecrow, really didn't do very much. yeah, Scarecrow was in it, I guess, more than Tom Wilkinson, but still not as much as I would have liked. He gets and to come back. Too. Yes, yes, he does. <laughs> Again, she lit up. Oh, okay, <laughs> the judge. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, and then Razal Ghul comes in, and you're just like, okay, and then we got another one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I liked him that much. I think that was at the end of the day. I don't think I liked him that much. No, I, I don't think he did. I think even at the time, I was like, he was an okay Razal Ghul. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as I watch it now, I'm like, no, he's not very good at like Razal Ghul is. He's not. He's conniving, like he's um he's kind of like a mystical Lex Luthor, like he's a mm-hmm. smart, you know, conniving, sly individual, but you and kind of menacing, but you don't get that like fear from him or that right. you know worldly uh menace from no. from him at all. You're no. just like, oh, he's a guy who thought he was Zen at some point in time and yeah. it's just sprouting Confucius type wisdom that's actually stupid. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. Do you do? Yeah, 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 I think that that was more what it was. I felt like he had because he was in the the like the origin story and like the training. And then at the end I'm like, you've got too much screen time for me. Like mm. I just feel like you're you're kind of flat compared to some other Villains. characters yeah. yes yeah. yeah yeah he did come across quite flat yeah but i think at the time when that movie came out because of the style of the movie was so different nobody cared yeah they're just yeah, yeah, yeah. you know yeah but it's like i think it's such a it's also still a despite that part of it i think it's a well-constructed film yeah 
Well, this is just me being super nitpicky. Like, mm. it's, it's a really good film. And it made me really, really love Batman and Gotham. Like, it, it had that love again for me that I had when I, when I had the two original um, the Tim Burton, Burton ones. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Tim Burton ones, though, I mean, it was so, like, fantasy, right? Like, yeah. it was so Tim Burton-y that yeah. it just, you know, like, the Penguin was just... This is ridiculous. <laughs> Why are you riding around on a duck? I don't get it. Because um, it's fantastic. That's yeah, why. yeah. Oh my god, when he bit that reporter, I I I cried the first time I watched uh, it. It's, I was watched it the it stylist? Very young. Bit his nose. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That was a reporter, but yes, it was. Uh, and yeah. uh, but this, it it just was so gritty and so perfect, and I honestly haven't liked. Uh, superhero movie as much since then I have to say really I... including Logan oh no 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 that's different okay there <laughs> you go I was just like wait a second wait one cut and pick oh, a minute I, yeah I said it uh, <laughs> um yeah Logan because of that little girl with her knives in her feet yeah <laughs> that was my favorite thing ever it was she jumped on the head yeah uh, well, because I think the thing is, is like Logan was the style of the Dark Knight kind of turned up a little bit, you yeah. know, it's real world, real consequences. And it's these people, it's, it's a, it's a road trip movie with like a old yeah. dimension guy and, yeah. and this, you know, gritty guy and a kid and, and tell you the truth, besides the fact that, you know, Logan had like a clone coming to kill them who had, you know adamantium claws or whatever it, it's a serious movie it's super it's a completely yeah. serious yeah. well done well acted well constructed movie and it's yeah. just a good movie it's not even it's not even like i'm not even consider it like when i think about it i don't even consider it a superhero movie i just yeah. consider it a good fucking movie yeah That's it, it was and i um i actually saw it uh <laughs> i saw it before my husband and i uh he was like why can't you just wait for me to see it? He was seeing it with your brother, actually. I'm like, why can't you wait for me to see it? And I'm like, oh, it's fine. You're going to see it. Yeah, whatever. And I went and saw it, and he said, was it good? And I just, my face, he was like, oh, my God, was it that good? And I was like, I remember saying that it was reminiscent of, mm-hmm. of Dark Knight. Like, it felt like that same feeling again, yeah. that it was just something really different and interesting. Yeah. So. It was one of the few movies that almost made me cry in the theater. Just letting you know. Because yeah, I know, cry. I don't cry. cry. Yeah, I everything. Because I know, like I was sitting in Endgame, and everybody's got like tears in their mm-hmm. eyes. I'm hearing all this sniffing and stuff. I'm like, what the? What is going on? But Logan, even I was just like, you are made what of are, steel. What are you? What are you talking about? There's no tears here. Are you? What? what? My face is leaking. <laughs> it's like what? No, no. I'm yeah. I'm sweating. It's raining in here. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> you can't go by me because I cry at everything. I cry at Canadian Tire commercials. You name it. Like I the, believe the, in people. She pro- yeah, she does. I be- yes, believe it. Just believe it. When, when the Olympics are on, I'm mm-hmm. just like, where's my tissue? <laughs> the mom went to the rink every day. <laughs> so sad. Oh, but they have like inspirational stories and they just won gold and it's slow motion and the flags in the background and it's like, yes, you did it. You, you always did believed it. in me. <laughs> that God is brutal. Just <laughs> we support all of our Olympians. Yes. <laughs> a little too much, apparently. <laughs> um, uh, yes. Uh, but yeah, no, 
like it, it's like it definitely paved the way for for movies like Logan. Yeah, personally. Yeah. Because uh, I think without it, people would be like, "Are you crazy? Nobody wants a serious superhero movie. That's just yeah. dumb." Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah, and did my a great job. my favorite still is Watchmen. That's one of my favorite ones too. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I don't know if they would have had that. I mean, I guess they would have because of 300 and stuff came out before Four. Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was that R-rated, again, with the more gritty. I think Watchmen was R-rated, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. for sure. Yes. Um, but, yeah, because I, I always felt like, I guess because I'm not a big graphic novel comic book person, I always felt like I, I missed it, like I didn't get it in, mm-hmm. in some of them. But I love movies, so I can enjoy a good movie. And yes. Especially when it has that nostalgia, like I had when I was a kid. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, Batman Forever was one of my favorite movies. Yeah. So Because it, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. She flips into a store. Yeah. <laughs> she does black flips. <laughs> then she flips out of it, and then there's a then heavy she... breathing and an explosion. It's amazing. <laughs> what more can you ask for? <laughs> also a penguin and a duck. And we got that, so it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Totally got that. <laughs> Awesome. Um, so, so from that origin story, this, this new origin story where Ra's al Ghul wants to destroy Gotham with mind fear for some reason. Yes. Um, <laughs> which, of course, Batman stops because, you know, anic- um, anecdotes. I keep wanting to say anecdotes. No. no uh, oh, antidotes. Antidotes. Yeah. You know, are uh, given out and all that kind of stuff. And. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. And then the movie ends and then we get another one and it uh, is the dark Knight. And to this day, it is one of the best movies slash superhero movies ever made. Yeah. For sure. I saw it at the, back in the day when they used to do midnight screenings. Oh, yes. So I saw a midnight screening. So did I. Yeah. Don't worry. And then got up and saw the matinee the next day. Uh, yeah, I saw it four or five times in the theater. I mm-hmm. loved it. I loved it so much. Because it's just, like we were saying before, just from the get-go, that opening sequence, they're opening the door, they got clown masks on. Yeah. No, wait, he's crossing the street and he's got a clown mask on his he's hand it, yeah. and he puts it on. And you know it's you're him. Just, you, yeah, you know you it's know him, it's but him. at the same time, you're just like... standing. That's just somehow the way he's Mm-hmm. You just know it's him. He's got that weird kind of like hunch hunched side over. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And you know, like you don't see his face until the end of that sequence. Yeah. Until the end, like they rob the bank and they out in the school bus. You don't see his face. Yeah. But you're just like, wait, is that the Joker? Or is he just working for the Joker? What's actually going on here? Why are they robbing this bank? Those guys are gonna die. Oh my! What is yeah. going on? Why yeah. is there a school bus? He's on a school bus. What's going on? And then the I movie know. just keeps going. The best is when he's like, no, I'm here to kill the bus driver. driver. He's like, what, <laughs> what bus, bus driver? And then he like like sidles to the side. Like he just moves over. Yeah. And the bus comes to the wall. Just like, and you what? know, I was like, oh my God, it's dog day afternoon. Like it's yeah. just fantastic. It's yeah. Bonnie and Clyde. It's yeah. just somehow they've made... I don't even like heist movies. Those are like mm. my least favorite movies. I don't know why. I cannot yeah. stand heist movies. I don't care. I don't mm. care about the safe and how hard it is to open. <laughs> I just don't care. Uh, I must admit, there are a few heist movies that I really legitimately enjoy. Yeah. Because there is so much, 
Like they spend so much time doing the setup that half the time they break their story automatically in their setup. You're just like, well, I know all of this is going to happen. So yeah. yeah. Blah. And yeah. it's very rare. There's, there's a twist or something happens that you're just like, sorry, what? Yeah. Oh, you did something different. I like this. Blah, blah, blah. You know? I, I mean, like, I mean, I, I must admit, I do enjoy like Ocean's Eleven and See, Twelve. Those are my, yeah, those are my least favorite ones. Yeah, oh no, it's it's, just so it's much not planning. It's not a quality movie. <laughs> no. It's pretty people in pretty clothes Brad hanging eating hanging out all the time. And for some reason, it's hot. Like it's I don't so understand. Hot. It's He's so hot. Um, <laughs> and they're just walking around looking real good in really cool environments. They got yeah. nice outfits on, and you're just like, yeah. I yeah. can do this. It's fine. Yeah, even like the girl one that they did was somewhat garbage but I did like that it was like the Met Gala like it was something yes. different it was yeah. like it was more about jewelry versus like money and casino and all that really nonsense. actually it annoyed me that it was jewelry I, I, it was I really something different that it wasn't a yeah. bank or a casino it's true so. um like I was really happy that a they did you know, a heist movie with women, which is with just women, which is something they don't usually do. And it was women talking to women about the heist. Yeah. Even though there was a guy in the end, but if they weren't talking about relationships and guys and blah, blah, blah all the time, it was like proper women doing yeah. their business. Yeah. Like whatever. Yeah. Right. Um, the Met Gala was just an excuse for them to dress up in pretty dresses. Met Gala was awesome. So yeah. it's okay. <laughs> they can look real pretty. That's okay. But like, I just, find when it comes to like women things it they have to do women things which is like i don't need money i can get jewels and i'm just like really <laughs> yeah it's true sure. i guess yeah you yeah, know they don't need gold bricks they can just get diamonds mm. yeah <laughs> you're just like you know yeah. it, you, you know it's just like it's old rocks guys like, yeah yeah seth rogan um he had i can't remember the exact quote it's somewhat off topic but he um Remember when he did that Neighbors? Is it the Neighbors movie? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he, the sorority one. Yeah, yeah. His the uh, his wife that he cast in there. Oh, God, I can see her, and I can't remember what her name is. Rose Bryan. Rose Bryan. They were talking about how she's so different, and he's like, I wrote her like my wife. I'm so sick of movies, whether they're comedies, dramas, whatever, where the women are always in the background going, don't do this. Like, mm. the men are coming up with all the ideas. The men are the funny ones. The, mm. And the women are in the background nagging, basically. Yeah, yeah. And he said, that's not my wife, and that's not a lot of women. Yeah. And so why wouldn't they be able to Yeah, and usually, like, her? and that's the thing. It's like... In movies and stuff, you're just like, no, 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 opposites attract, so she's got to be a nag and he's got to be the fun one. I'm like, yeah. in real life, yeah, some opposite qualities attract each other, but guess what? They're getting in trouble together. That's why they got married in the first place. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. why are you complaining all the time? Why is this, yeah. why are you surprised, you know? Like, why wouldn't she want to be the drive getaway guy to do whatever? Yeah. Like, yeah. that's yeah. how it's going to be, Yeah. you know? Yeah. So. He gets in trouble, you get in trouble. Let's get in trouble together. Yeah. Done. Yeah. And it was good. It was a good relationship. It was a good ebb yes. flow. I did I did enjoy them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Zach Efron too. <laughs> sure it was off so much. I was okay with it. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. Um, I loved how stupid he was. It made me sad, but I was just like, just be quiet. That's all you need to do. And that's why you got a job at Abercrombie and Fitch at the end. Oh yeah. And he's just walking around with his shirt off for no reason. <laughs> so funny that is a good movie it's perfect um perfect. yes yeah sorry off topic but uh yeah no i i just yeah the dark knight the opening i just loved it so much it was 
Mm-hmm. And it wasn't very long, but it was like, oh my god, what did you do? It was a good 10 minutes. Yeah. Which yeah, is a decent yeah. amount for, like, that kind of opening sequence. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I guess, but for someone who doesn't like that stuff, is I guess where mm. I'm going with all this ranting, that it's um, rambling... Uh, for someone who doesn't like heists and bank robberies and stuff, it still, like, brought me right, right. in. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be amazing. Yeah. And it was. Well, that's what happens also when you get, like, a really good setup in general. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, because, again, like, one of the biggest downfalls to a lot of heist movies is the setups are really bad. Yeah. You know? Like, the visuals are crappy or, you know, there's no actual suspense in it. You're yeah. just like, they're going to rob a bank, so we're going to sit down and have weird angles of them, you know, over a map. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, <laughs> sure. Can we just see you rob it? Yeah. Like, can you just, can yeah. you just like shoot people and can we go yeah. home now? Yeah. And no. That's all you want. <laughs> Whereas this is like, you know, you didn't see any planning. You didn't see anything. You're just like, no, we're robbing a bank. Boom. Done. Yeah. yeah. Like it. It's just, yeah. And, uh, um, yeah, no. And I was, I was thinking too, before I forget, um, skipping ahead a bit I kept drawing the comparison when um when uh, the Joker comes to I guess it's like the benefit thing that that uh, Bruce oh, the fundraiser, the yes. fundraiser. and uh him kind of making this big like appearance in front of all these people and whatever I kept thinking about um the Jack Nicholson part when he comes in and it's like the Prince music and so then he's painting oh and yes stuff. yes and how goofy that was mm-hmm. in comparison to what Heath Ledger did mm-hmm. that's so funny because like Jack Nicholson everyone's like never gonna live up to it and yeah. he just like he takes your breath away yes. and that th- and he's, he's got his nervous tick and he's he's licking his lips all mm-hmm. the time and he's just and somehow it's horrifying and a very movie. uncomfortable like you sit there so and you're like uncomfortable you're just like no like this is one of the few times where i'm like the people that are there are uncomfortable not just for the guns they're uncomfortable yeah. for a real reason yeah you know because he's yeah. just messed up and yeah. you're like oh my god he's crazy and he's the one that's gonna like he's the suicide bomber he doesn't care he's gonna kill himself and everyone with, with him, him go down with the shit yeah i liked the way that he acted um with Maggie, because they have a they have a bit of a backstory in mm. real life. Because he, um, him and uh, Jake had done Brokeback. Oh yeah, together. together. Yes, and um, they became best friends. And uh, Jake was uh, his godfather for Matilda, Matilda for the daughter for Heath's daughter. So mm-hmm. they knew each other, and it just you could feel it. Like mm-hmm. you could feel like they just really bounced off of each, each other. other. Yeah, yeah. Because like especially scene. when you know somebody, you don't have a problem getting into their space and he got into her space you know and even when you know somebody when they get into your space like that it's still like are you seriously don't don't do that don't (laughs) what are you doing you know yeah Yeah. so like it it was just it's it's just so well put together and even like the angles they like I, I like the fact that Nolan didn't insist on only doing close-ups of them interacting with each other. Yeah. Like, he yeah. pulled away, and he's like, no, no, you're going to see her whole body language. You're going to see his whole body language. He he has, yeah, he's got, like, a little dagger in his hand, but he's not threatening her with it. It's just, like, he's just invading her space. Yeah. And how that makes you, like, no, I don't want this right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, uh... 
Yeah, I, I was reading that Michael Caine forgot all of his lines in that part. Because, oh, really? Because yeah, he was just like... He had never seen him act before. He had never even met him. Mm. And he it was the first scene that they shot together. Because they're not really together in anything. Yeah, like, that's true, yeah. And he couldn't remember his lines after that. He was like, I was just horrified by this person. Like, he got it in one take. Like, mm-hmm. he was just like, whoa. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, are, are you sure that's the right guy? Because that seems like Is that something. method acting? Or did you just find <laughs> or did, crazy? <laughs> like, Or is that meth? It's not method. It's Pretty math. Much. You know, yeah. that's that's it. Um, yeah, I mean, like, as soon as... And, and that's the thing with Heath Ledger and, and this character is as soon as you see him, as soon as he's on screen, and every time he's on screen, and he's on screen with people like Gary Oldman, mm-hmm. you know, and Maggie Gyllenhaal, and Michael Caine, these are world-renowned actors that have yeah. been around for a while who have done... who've got so many awards and accolades and all this kind of stuff... And he, it's not that he, it's not even just that he's stealing the scene from them. It's that even they are mesmerized by him. Yeah. yeah, You know, even based on like the story that you just said, like they, even they're just like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. This, like this guy, did you see this guy? I'm like, you're Michael Caine. We see you. No, no, (laughs) this guy, (laughs) you know, it's, it's that kind of, that kind of thing. Like it's crazy. It's so, so crazy. Yeah. 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 And he, uh, yeah, yeah. He just steals every scene that you just, you watch it. I remember seeing it the first time and then watching it again a couple nights ago. And I'm like, I wish you were in more. I wish you were in all of it. Mm. I I feel like it was like the Joker featuring Batman. Yeah. (laughs) That's, that's, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. It's like, ah, Christian Bale, I don't care about you. Put the Joker back on. No one cares about you. What I I really liked his, his new Batcave, which was, I don't know, that weird lit- lighted room yeah. in the basement somewhere. What, did they not, were, uh, it, it was supposed to be, I read somewhere that was like nine months after the first one. Did, would they not have built the mansion by then? Well, they actually like... mentioned a couple of times that they were still in the middle of rebuilding the mansion. Oh, okay, so then that's right. Um, because but... he was in that uh, penthouse a lot too, so I was like, is yes. the mansion just not here, or what happened? No, they mentioned they mentioned it was still building. Um, and how he never sleeps in the penthouse that they rented in the first place. Yeah. And then, uh, based on like the setup, that was like some construction site of some other building. Right. And it was like a bunker that they had below it. Yeah. So I was like, ah, okay, I guess that works. Yeah. But I also think it was odd that wouldn't people notice that there's like a fancy Rolls Royce pulling in there every day and it's just Alfred and nobody sees Bruce (laughs) and it's like, what? I know, right? That's just, that's just me. That's just me. So... Uh, yeah, we didn't really talk about um, Alfred, like, Michael Caine, just, oh my god, he's so good in that role. Yeah, he's, he's amazing in it. Yeah. And, and like, um, the guy who was in, like, the other, the other four movies, I really should remember his name, I'm very horrible at this. Yeah. But I loved him as Alfred. He like, was good I as Alfred. Like, I absolutely loved him as Alfred. And Michael Caine just sort of seemed like, um, like, if like 20 years younger that Alfred. Yeah. You know, it's the same kind of wisdom. It's the same kind of like, you know, British sound of I'm your grandfather and I tell <laughs> worldly stories and you should listen to me because I've seen everything. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's just that, that kind of level of, of, you know, most interesting man in the world. <laughs> yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and he yeah. does a great job with it. Yeah. Yeah. And Morgan Freeman was, fantastic as mistress fox yeah and which is a kid was fantastic like it's just like they had some really 
Well, and characters. I think that's the thing that made this movie work, even though there were so many uh, big names, like we were saying, um, that are well-known, and they, they didn't jockey for screen time. They didn't, no. They, they, their characters didn't, quote-unquote, like, fight each other. You know, who's going to outdo the other person? They're like, yeah. no, I'm here to play this role. Yeah. I am a seasoned actor, and I'm going to do this role how this role needs to be. I'm not yeah. going to try to best yeah. other people. Yeah. You're just going to do it. Yeah. And what's sad about it is that Aaron Heckart, <laughs> who is Harvey Dent, and he's not, he's not a great actor, but he's also not a bad actor. No. But he is at a level that is below... Yes. everybody else in that movie and it like i felt sorry for him in a certain way because i'm like you're not if there was if it's it other people in all of these roles you would have been you would have been a golden boy you would have been absolutely. fine but everybody else there you're just like so good <laughs> you're the worst you're the worst actor yeah. right in all of this just yeah. letting you know yeah. you know Especially the scene where they're in the hospital and he's all like, my face is burned. Oh my and God, that was horrifying. I feel yeah. bad if anybody brought their like 10 year old because that would have scared the crap out of Yes. That is. Oh my God. But like he just, he didn't really do anything with it. And yeah. then you have Heath Ledger who's killing it yeah. in that scene. In a nurse's outfit. Fit. Yeah. And you're just like, sorry, what? What are you doing? Yeah, what is happening right now? You know, and he when, he just, when he pulls down the mask and goes, hi. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. And then Harvey Dent's like trying to get out of the bed to like kill him. And he's mm. like, sorry about your face. <laughs> <laughs> like no hard feelings or anything. It's just, how it's you planned. know me. <laughs> And, um, and it's true. It's like, we do know you, and that's what makes you scary. Yeah. That's what makes you so fucking scary. Yeah. Yeah. You know? and, and how just, easy it was to manipulate that. And how yeah. easy it was for him to be like, he's, uh, the Joker's really calculating. Like, he's just can really calculate. Like, for someone but, who's like, oh, I'm just, you know, creating havoc. Like, he knew what he was doing. He, when he was I think going he, in there. he had a goal. Oh, he absolutely. had a goal. Yeah. But like he said, the reason why he can reach his goal is because he doesn't really follow a plan mm -hmm. the way most people follow a plan. You yeah. Know? He's like, no, no, it's not step one, step two, step three. It's this is the beginning. This is the end. Let's blow some shit up in the middle. That's yeah. it. That's yeah. that's what he's doing. I'd say the whole Harvey thing was a plan, though. Like, he had that pretty down pat. Like, he had, in terms of what happened with uh, the building blowing up and knowing that Batman would get to mm. um, him first, but Lyden said he was go it was Rachel's address. Yeah, and then he had it explode in the. In well, the like, but the thing is too is if you think about it, if he died and Rachel lived and half her face was blown off, he would have done exactly the same thing because yeah, that's true. she was supposed to also be one of the best in the city. She's yeah. unbreakable and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's true. And if he broke her as well. Yep, that's you know. true. That would have been interesting. Harriet Dent. <laughs> her last name's still not Dent. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean, I think her name would still have to be Dent in the end. It was just a female version, you know. Yeah. Harriet Dent or yeah. Henrietta Dent. Yes, it'd be, it'd be fine. Harvita. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> if she had really awful, mean parents. Yeah. Harvita. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's, uh, 
Yeah, I, I felt like he really he really pushed that with with Harvey. I mean, I guess he was in there pissed off anyways, and everything's corrupt. It didn't seem to matter what he did. But yes. At the end of the day, the police were corrupt, but also it was a lot of the Joker's doing. So yeah, yeah to mm-hmm. create that anarchy. So yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But, I mean, and the thing is, too, is that he didn't just corrupt the police and the good people. He also, quote-unquote, corrupted the bad people. He messed up their whole organization. He was just like, no, yeah, I saved your money. Guess what? I'm going to burn it. And they're like, what are you doing? The whole point of this is money. He's like, no, it's not. No, it's not. It's not about money at all. Like, since when is it about money? Like, you're a crazy person. It's It's about control and anarchy and fear fear and yeah. doing whatever the hell you want it's yeah. not it's not about money money isn't control yeah you know i can show you control I'm gonna set this money on fire and guess what yeah you're gonna sit there and you're gonna watch and you can't do anything about it that's control yeah you know yeah which i guess is kind of like scarecrow too going back it to is. the other one yeah yeah he wasn't really after money or anything mm-hmm. like he was just it was about controlling and I mean, he had a boss that he was working for, but still. Yeah. He, had a, he had a goal he had to go to. But yeah. yeah. Did you, I, I still, I watch it and I still am like, why? I don't really care about this. When they go to, um, is it Japan that they go to with a guy? China. 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 Yeah. And that whole part seems weird to me. It is weirdly put in there, but the re- the whole reason why it happens is because he's the guy who has the mob's money and they have to bring him back yeah. to get the money. Yeah. That's yeah. just the whole point of it. But it's true. It's like, it's why, do, why do they have to go to China or whatever? And, yeah. And I guess also it's supposed to show, you know, um, Lucius Fox's, like, invention. Yes. Or whatever. Which yes. could have been done in any building, really. But. Yeah. She could have been like, like, hey, Bruce, guess what I did? Look. Woo. Done. Like, that's, that's it. Like, but. You know, we're going to wait till we get to the other side of the world. And then I'll be like, oh, by the way, I did a thing for you. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. And Could have probably just yeah. been done closer to Gotham. But yeah. But they wanted an excuse to use the Skyhook or something. I yeah. Know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just felt out of place a bit for me. That well, I think it's because it's the part that is, in the classical sense, most fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, it's just... It, it doesn't fit in the, the realism of the world that they created. Yeah. Uh, so then you're just like, oh, now you, like, you've just gone over that, that line, that suspension of disbelief has been broken yeah. to a small amount. Yeah. But they did manage to bring it back enough to be like, okay, we're back here now. Everything's good. Like, yes. All right. Does he die? I can't even remember what happens to him. Because the Joker finds them. I just don't That's remember. That's a good question. Because he's at the top of the pile of money. And that they set on fire. But I don't know if he gets moved from the top of that pile. Is he? Of money. I didn't know that. Yeah. When when because remember when the guy shows up and they're at the top, like the Joker's at mm-hmm. the top. He's sitting still tied up beside him and then he slides down. Oh, I didn't know. And they that. set it on fire. But there was also another guy up there, like one of his minions or something, mm-hmm. up there. So I don't know if he got moved off or was he burned in the pile as well? I'm really not sure. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't see didn't really see him after that, so mm. I was like, and we're done with that guy. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, they got their money back, and that yeah, was the yeah. whole point of him, was to track down the money. You get yeah. him, you track the money, so then you can get the mob. Yeah. And that's how they got, we were able to arrest all of the mob on that, whatever one charge they came up with. Yeah. And get them on boats to go 
over there for some reason. That's why I need to go over there. I, I don't know. Staten Island. I got it. <laughs> Wherever it is. <laughs> they're, just, they're, just, they're just out of God. It's fine. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, like, especially that, that last, like, I know that whole last thing about the Joker and saying that um, after this point in time, the city is mine. And so get out while you can was just to get people on the boat. But at the same time, I'm like, he didn't say anything actually threatening, like what he's going to do yeah, or anything. No. So you're just like, why are you guys freaking out? It's Yeah, it was more about the hospitals. Like, I get the hospital freak out. Yes. Um, but the stuff that came after, I was just like, no. Yeah. Okay. You know, it was just... We're on boats now. All yeah, right. we're on boats. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, it was a very good, suspenseful scene. Yeah. You know, and, and it was about showing how um like he didn't just want to break dent or the people in power that are good he wanted to break everybody and the whole point was like no no there's a boat with bad guys and there's a boat with good guys yeah i'm gonna show you bad guys are gonna be bad guys and those good guys they're gonna be bad guys as well yeah and luckily his plan didn't work which was kind of great and i did like the fact that they kept cutting to the tension that's on the boat and yeah them trying to um actually figure out like are we gonna do that thing or are we gonna stay good people and like of course there's that one guy who talks up too much who's just like i'm just gonna do it and then of course wins out and, <laughs> and then he can't yeah he can't yeah. do it because he he knows what he's doing, you know, yeah. the consequence of what he's doing and everything. Well, it's not just the prisoners, right? There's guards on there, and mm-hmm. there's a captain who's running the boat. And, yeah. yeah. And it's not his fault why, why he's there and all that kind of yeah. stuff. He was just like, no, I gotta take this ferry across, and yeah. these are the people that happen to be here. Yeah. Done and done. Yeah, that yeah. guy with the crazy eye who was <laughs> on the jail on the ship with all the he was great. convicts. That yeah, was great. Like, I, I find it hard to take you seriously, but... <laughs> Uh, but I like he's just like, I'm going to do what you can't do. Just give me the damn thing. Mm-hmm. Throw it out the window. Done. And he sits down. It's like, I feel like other people would have killed you. But they're like, nope. Mm-hmm. nope. All they circle around him like, no one's going to touch crazy, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I think he's just at, he's at like Joker level where you're just like, no, even if he's sitting by himself and he doesn't have anything, he's going to do something scary that's going to hurt me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> It's like the, the I want to show you a magic trick scene. Oh my god! Oh <laughs> my god! So good. It's, it's so I good I can't time. believe I cannot believe I forgot that scene. It's so good and I full on like I gasped. I was, <gasps> I was like, oh yeah, that exists in this movie. <laughs> I was did not remember that scene at all. You yeah. Know? Yeah. No, it's a good one. It's yeah. A good one. And he's got his little his little coat open, and he's got all of his grenades <laughs> and stuff. He's like pulling. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no, he's crazy. He'll blow himself. Up just to fuck us over, it's fine. Yeah, he yeah. really will. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and I think that's the thing that actually makes the Joker scary is that he's like, I don't care about me. No, I'm, therefore I don't care about you. So yeah, do whatever you need to do. Let's do yeah. this. Yeah, like, I will. Yeah, mess again, you up. it's it's again that lack of a backstory. Like he didn't need the backstory. Mm-hmm. He's just crazy, and there's something yeah. about him that's yeah. That's also what has me worried about that new movie that's coming out. Because I'm like Robert Pattinson. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> we're not. We're not even oh, doing yes, sparkly vampire movie. Yeah. yeah, no, I. Like, not a big Phoenix fan. So I don't know. Like I think 
Joaquin Phoenix is a good actor. He is a good actor. But the Joker doesn't need a backstory. No. And, and he looks way too much like Heath Ledger. Yes. Like he's got the longer hair and he's just like, he's really... Well, I think that's what they're going for. Like, I think they want to they, they wanna connect to not the Jared Leto Joker. So no. uh, they, went, they went there. Like that yeah. very realistic, manic... I have nothing to lose Joker over, yeah. you know, I'm a thug, thug life. <laughs> you know, yeah, I got a car. Like, it's just, you don't uh, like that? No. <laughs> I'm sorry. The gold tooth really got me too. I was just like, oh, are you shitting me right now? Like, no, no. I know. And Jared Lotto is a really good actor too. And yeah. He's method as hell. So I don't know what happened there. I guess no. just bad direction. It just, I, I think they gave him... Like, even if he's method and stuff, I think they gave him more, like, you're crazy, but you gangsta. And he went with that. He went gangsta over crazy. <laughs> he did. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And that's the biggest problem with it. It's like, no, no matter, even if you modernize the Joker, the whole point of him is he's not gangster. He's not into a label of some sort, except for the fact that he's the Joker. He is a psychopath. Yeah. Right? They don't fit into any other character category besides psychopath like you can have a thuggish psychopath or a thug who thinks he's a psychopath but he's a thug yeah that's 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 uh you know he wants his money he wants his bitches and his hoes (laughs) he got his tattoos and he's all bling bling that's the joker that we got that's a thug we that's not the joker no that's not the joker at all and that's the and that's the thing people don't understand it's that um like the the filmmakers who made the movie don't understand it's like it's not the fact that he had tattoos or that he had a gold tooth or whatever. It's just like, that's not the Joker. Yeah. So what's pissed about else. it? That's yeah. something else. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And again, I think we, uh, it's going back to, uh, it's too soon. It was too soon. It was, right? it was too soon. It's it like too uh, soon. going back to what I said before with the Spider-Man stuff. It's too soon. Mm-hmm. You just keep trying and trying to, I don't know if you're trying to, I don't know, milk that golden cow or what it is, but you just can't. Give it some time, yeah. and then someone else might be able to do it differently and from, better. Yeah. And better, but you gotta yeah. give it time. Yeah. I, I don't know why. Like, there's so many good Batman villains. Like, mm. go after the Riddler. Go after but anything. Like anybody. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and and I think it it really does have to do with the people who are making it and like their passion for the actual projects. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Because. I, I always feel bad about being like, oh, Marvel is the greatest thing ever, blah, 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 because DC sucks. Yeah. But unfortunately, based on the content that they're putting out, it's true. Yeah. Right? In terms of the film world. Yeah. In, ter- in terms of the film world, exactly. And um, it's clear that the people who are, are making these movies have the smallest idea of what Superman and Batman is or yeah. what the Joker is or who Lex Luthor is. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, but we're, we, we're reimagining it. That's fine. But the problem is, is you are losing what the actual character is. And that's why the movies aren't working. It's, it's not necessarily direction. It's not necessarily editing. It's not necessarily special effects. But if you say you have a Superman movie and you have a guy dressed like Superman, but character-wise, he's not Superman in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. You're gonna piss people off. Yeah. And that's what's been happening. Yeah. You know, those last bunch of Superman movies, you're like, that's oh not god. Superman. Oh my god. I like, and I I because again, because I don't know um 
the the graphic novels and the comic books. Mm. I have yet to find a Superman movie that I like. I don't and like any of them, and I'm so I'm like I must just not like Superman. But no, there's that's so not many it. people that love Superman and that are fans of Superman mm. that I know and I respect their comic book you know taste mm. and everything. That I'm like that's not what it is. It's just they they can't seem to get that yeah. one right. I don't know what it, what's going on, but mm-hmm. they can't. They can't get it right. Well, to tell you the truth, one of my favorite Superman stories isn't uh, like a graphic novel or a comic book or anything. It's a book called It's Superman. And I'm just going to look up who wrote it. I can't remember who wrote it. Tom DeHaven. It's a guy named Tom DeHaven. Okay. And uh, it came out in... Apparently, this is the audiobook came out in 2006. I don't remember what when the book came out. Um, but I found this book in a bargain bin years ago. I paid like yeah. $3 for it, soft cover book or whatever. And I was like, eh, okay, I'll give it a shot. Whatever, I'll give it a read. And because I had always just read the comic books, graphic novels, that kind of stuff. And, yeah. and there's always been novelizations of, you can find X-Men novels and all that kind of stuff. Fine. Um, but I'd never read one of these. So I was just like, well, let's, let's do this. And it is the, the classic Superman story, you right. know, from Krypton, lands on Earth, takes place in Smallville, he grows up, he decides he wants to be a reporter, and he's in the city, and stuff happens. Yep. The book takes place in the original setting, so it's the 1940s, they're in Smallville in Kansas or whatever, wherever it is, and he grows up in Smallville, realizes he has... These powers. powers and yeah. stuff but it's the traditional powers it's like he doesn't fly but he can leap tall buildings in a single bag right, right, he right. runs faster than locomotive that kind of thing so it's not blown out he's not yes. reversing the rotation of the earth and stuff yeah, right yeah, yeah and as he gets older he's like he's a he's a good boy he's a good country boy all american all that kind of stuff and yeah. loves his mom loves loves his dad and he goes to the city to you know finish that he's like i want to be a reporter yeah he goes to the city there's a mob boss causing trouble, and he gets involved in it. The mob boss happens to be Lex Luthor, oh. who is a very smart mob guy, but he's not a genius like yeah. the original comic books were. He's just a mob guy, but that mob guy is smart enough to hire a scientist to do stuff for him. Okay. You know? And he's got, he's got like, uh, thugs, and he's like, yeah, boss, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like, you read in that, like, 1940s, whatever. <laughs> And you would think it would come across like cheesy and crappy and you're just like, you know, I don't need another Superman origin story. But by far, this was the best Superman story I had ever read. That's interesting. It's just so well done. And And it's just a book. It was a novel. It's just a novel. It's just a novel. And he is Clark Kent and and Superman in it. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, he, this guy probably had, um, was like, hey, DC, do you mind if I do this? I wrote a book and they probably wrote off on it. Fine. Whatever. Yeah. Good. Um, but it's just so well done. Yeah. Like, it's so well written. It is quintessentially Superman. It's quintessentially Lex Luthor. Because Lex Luthor is just a megalomaniac. He wants money. He wants power. That's it. And he's a megalomaniac in this. Yeah. You know? And he's like, he's got his cheesy minions running around. Lois Lane is like a plucky little girl reporter that's going around, you know, that kind of stuff. And... At the end of the movie, it's, at, sorry, at the end of the book, like, I read it, and I was like, it was like I was watching it. Like, it's just yeah. so well done. Yeah. And at the end of the book, it's like, he gets his job at um, the Daily Planet, and, you know, with Lois Lane, and they're gonna write some more stories. He's in the big city. And you're just <laughs> like, 
did this guy write more books about this? I really hope this he didn't. Yeah. Or not that I found it, at least, but like it's so good. It's what it's, it's really, supposed to it's be. It's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like I've read lots of comic books. I like um one of my other favorite ones is All Star Superman, where technically Superman dies in it and yeah. people had a big thing about it. Um, but it's really, really well done because it's classic Superman. It's 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 Lois Lane is there and like the characters are just so good and so going back to its yeah, roots. It's right? going back yeah. to its roots kind of thing. But the funny thing is, is they took All Star Superman and they made it into a like a, a movie, like an animated movie. And the animated movie is garbage. Oh, yeah. The voice acting is really bad. The stuff they cut, they shouldn't have cut, you know, stuff like that. And you're just like, but it's it's literally, it's storyboarded for you. <laughs> yeah. Just do it's, it. Yeah. It's, yeah. you know, it, it, and this is the problem. It's it's weird how, I mean, I mean, it's the case in so many books, right? Like, mm. so many things do not translate well to screen. Yeah. Like, I was just talking about The Martian the other day. The Martian yes. is a fantastic book, and it mm. just didn't translate. I don't know why. I don't know what went wrong. It yeah. Just, it just didn't. And, uh... And I, I didn't. Think, I, must admit, I didn't mind it. Yeah. But it, there was a lot missing. Yeah. Yes. It was a lot funnier in the book, actually. Yes, it was. So, mm-hmm. um, but, um, and I think that that's what happened with Batman Begins. Is I think uh, Christopher Nolan found a Batman origin story that was really well written, and mm-hmm. he worked on that. But like what you're saying right now, if somebody who was uh, you know, a big time director, writer, whatever, found that book that you're talking about. They'd be like, "Oh, but audiences don't like uh, Superman. He just doesn't connect, right?" Yeah, because they've that's tried what they would so say. many movies, and um, Superman and uh, Lex Luthor. We've tried it, and it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, you just haven't tried it right. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> you just like you've done it right. Yeah, and it, and and that's the problem with when an exec makes a movie compared to somebody who loves the property yeah. and wants to yeah. actually make something great and. Yeah. And I think that's, I'm not saying there's no people who are fans in DC who are trying to make movies and stuff. All I'm saying is the executives are, from what I understand and what I've read and what I've seen put on screen in front of me, there's somebody in your line that doesn't care about Superman. They care no. about money. Yeah. It's the bottom and line. And you're money. just, yeah. and it's yeah. not working. Yeah. And it's not working. Yeah. And that's one of the differences between that and Marvel is the fact that Marvel managed to get all of the people to be passionate about the project. Yeah. And they were just like, no, we're going to make this right. We're going to get the character right. We're going to get the world right. And we're going to make a proper story, not just like, yes, there's lots of explosions. There's lots of zooming around. There's lots of whatever, mm-hmm. but that's not the focus. The focus is the character. Yeah. Right. And that's the difference. And paying tribute to the fans. And yeah. Who watch it. Yeah. yeah. Who want to watch it. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. and they made, they managed to make really good stories out of it. Yeah. And I think it's really sad that DC's having this problem because just like with Marvel, like actually, no, they've been around longer than Marvel. Yep. And they have a backlog of stories that are fantastic and amazing that for some reason they can't get in front of a camera or get in the hands of somebody who's passionate enough to do it justice yeah. on either TV or in a movie. And it, I think it's sad. Well, and and I think, again, like you said, I think the, the execs are running the show uh, mm-hmm. versus someone like uh, that has better vision or who knows what they want to mm-hmm. do with it and will stand up to them because... <laughs> the execs wanted Ashton Kutcher to be uh, Batman. That's not funny. That's <laughs> not funny at all. Christopher Nolan was like, no, 
<laughs> I won't make this. No. no. That, that is ridiculous. Yeah, he had, he had like four or five actors that he wanted for the role. Mm-hmm. But the execs wanted Ashton Kutcher because he was super hot back then in 2005. But that's not how, but that's the problem. That's not how you make a good film exactly. just by how popular somebody is. But they, they gotta care. fit in the role. They didn't care about whether it was gonna fit. All yeah. they cared about was the dollar signs. And that's and, the problem. Yeah. That yeah. is, and I think that's the thing. Zack Snyder's like, you want me to hire who? Yeah, sure, go whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, oh, but we gotta have this one scene where he's like, uh, you know, his cape's blowing in the wind. Yeah, we gotta have that scene. And then we have to see him with like, He's like, you know, he's, um, he does like the superhero pose on the ground. Yeah, we gotta have that scene. Uh, we gotta have like a slow motion of, of them like walking or some shit. Yeah, we gotta have that scene. You know, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. He doesn't care who's in the role no. as long as it's pretty on the screen. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing with Zack Snyder movies is that, yeah, I will not deny. They're beautiful. They're very, very pretty, you know? Yeah. Look at The Watchmen. Look at Sucker Punch. Look at, oh, look Sucker at Punch. Super Superman. Like, yeah. it's beautiful visually. But there's nothing connecting the scenes together. There's yeah. nothing there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So what do you do? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. I mean, I have it for, for my near and dear to my heart. It's it's completely different, but um, in a different case. But all the the, the uh, Star Wars that <laughs> they did, not the new ones, but the ones that they did with the uh, Lucas, with George Lucas. Yeah. It's like... Again, there was somebody who's like, I, you know, I was the original Star Wars, so I know what I'm doing. I'm taking over this. Yes. And holy hell, what the yeah. hell happened? And what's really sad about it is that those movies, from the, like, I know they they have found their fan base, which is fine. And it's yeah. part of the canon uh, right now. But the thing is, is those movies from the 90s that came out 20 years after the original look worse yes. than the original movies that came out yeah. because of the way they did things. And yeah. they look horrible yeah the story is bad like i don't even i mean i think the problem with it is that it's one of those things where it's my baby it's my thing it's my whatever and he didn't even care what the fans wanted yeah it's just him but it's not even just that but he didn't know how to like edit it down so that it had the proper story or it had a good you know, like, like pacing and all that kind of yeah. stuff. He's just like, no, no, we're going to have, oh, you know what we should do? We should have like a scene where this happens and this guy does a thing. And you're yeah. just like, yeah. why? Yeah. Oh, just because it's cool and I have the money to do it. You're just like, yeah, but you don't need it. <laughs> well, and, and he didn't have that much to do with the original ones, right? Yeah. Like at the end of the day, it wasn't fully his movies that he was like all yeah. three writing and directing and pretty like it wasn't it it wasn't right yeah and that made a difference yeah. so when he had full control it was like yeah. Howard, it was yeah. Howard the Duck <laughs> oh Jesus oh Howard the Duck I mean I it must have been I have a soft spot in my heart for Howard the Duck because I think it's just because you know bestiality he gets played a lot <laughs> he gets played a lot like and you know it's just such a weird character and concept in the first place and mm-hmm. it's just it's like a it's one of those movies that uh, i saw it way too i was definitely way too young when i yes. saw the movie it's probably like eight or something when i yeah. saw that movie it's actually not and, that bad and i was just like what blew my Power. blew my tiny little mind so i have a soft spot for it but no if you it's bad it's really bad it's so so bad yeah 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 my my parents uh put on uh what's love got to do with it when i was four (laughs) oh my god yeah Yeah. i needed to know about ike and tina turner's marriage at four apparently (laughs) because they're like you like the songs oh my god (laughs) so 
so I get the inappropriateness and the horrifying yeah. <laughs> images. Yes. Lucky you. Yeah, yeah. So I yeah. wish I'd had Howard the Duck. <laughs> <laughs> May have been better than Ike Turner. <laughs> Oh God, Lawrence uh, Fishburne. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, it's certain people, certain creatives, they get their hands on things, and I think Christopher Nolan did a fantastic job with yeah. this. And well, and I think one of the reasons why Christopher Nolan did a fantastic job with it is not because he looked at it as a superhero movie; he looked at it as like a movie. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I want to make a really yeah. good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like that casting thing for, for example, is, is one of the things that brings down a lot of those movies as well. You're just like, yeah. you're just like, it's not that he didn't stunt cast, but he stunt casted well. Yes. You know, like yeah. appropriately. Yeah. You know, cause yeah. like everybody was like, Keith Ledger is a joker. You're just, cause he was really popular at the time and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. like, he still made him audition for that role. Oh, absolutely. You know? And yeah. he's like, no, I'm not just going to give it to you. Yeah. Like, we're not, no, that's you not how this is going to work. You have to earn it. Mm-hmm. And amazing. Yeah. Just, just amazing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I like the fact that uh, Heath Ledger also, like I was reading stuff about it, like he brought little tidbits into it and like things, certain things were his idea. Mm-hmm. And like, for example, the part where he's leaving the hospital and like the bomb's going off and then it stops and he's yeah. like, nah, nah, nah. like that was his idea apparently. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, this is amazing. Yeah. And this the clapping. Yeah. The clapping part was his idea. <laughs> <laughs> no one told him to clap, but he just did it. It's awesome. That's the thing. <laughs> Anything else? I don't think so. I can look at look at my notes. That's the thing. I surprisingly have very little notes for these movies because they started and then I just got lost in them and then I was like, oh, it's finished and I didn't write anything down. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Uh, I think I pretty much, yeah, I think I pretty much, uh, I, I guess something that we can see when I was talking about um, Gotham as well, and it, it comes up with both movies, is the complete, not complete, but almost complete lack of CGI. Like, he just... Yeah, he's a very practical... Realism. He's again, a practical effects guy. About. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, uh, you know, even the prosthetics are very minimal, unless, until you get to Harvey Dent, obviously. But, mm-hmm. but there's just... It's so... Yeah, it's yeah. so practical. And... Uh, and they just they just filmed Gotham in in Chicago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Chicago. It's like we try. We have Obama and Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> We've done some stuff. <laughs> We've done things. I mean, come on. Do you dish pizza, everyone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, because even like how they did, um, especially in uh, the Dark Knight, like that um, tunnel scene. Yeah. You know, with, like, the tumblers going through and they have, like, the the big rig trucks and, like, yeah. they're trying to get, like, Joker. No. Wait, who's in the truck that they're trying to hunt down? Harvey. It's Harvey that's in yeah. there. Oh, my God. It's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just... And, yeah. and the, the thing, too, is that, um, especially now that I, like, now, um, a lot of the movies, like, the action movies and stuff, to make the fight sequences seem more frenzied and intense mm-hmm. they're very choppy yeah and like you don't actually s- you have an idea of what's going on but you don't actually see what's going on yeah unless you watch john wick then yes <laughs> especially that third movie oh my god you see everything anyways um and this was one of those movies where no you're allowed to see what's actually happening yeah you know and that's one of the things i really like about it i'm yeah. like you're allowed to see no no he got punched there and then he's 
swiped him over here and then he jumped backwards over there and elbowed him in the face and then he did this and you see the whole sequence. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that part about yes. it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And also how frustrated um, the Joker is that he won't kill him. <laughs> like yes. He's like, Ugh. every time. <laughs> every time, like, when he was going to run him over and then when he was falling off that building at the yeah. end, he's like, come on. Like, like, what do I have to do? Get your shit together. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> tell me. Um, yeah. Well, because the reason why he was getting all upset that he wouldn't kill him is because his whole point was to break people and show them that they're not as good as they are or they won't, yeah. they can change. Mm-hmm. And Batman's whole thing is, I don't kill people. And if he can get him to the point where he does kill him, he wins. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so, he'll break them like he did Herbie. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and that's actually, now that I think about it, that's one of the big juxtapositions between the anthology that we did before mm-hmm. and these two movies. Uh, one of my notes from the last episode was Batman's fucking killing people. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I watched it was like, oh my god, he literally just set that guy on fire on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, he pushed that guy off of a bridge. Oh my god, he did this. Yeah. And, like, he, his whole not killing people wasn't part of that storyline. No. And it shocked the crap out of me because the one before that was the animated series where it's all about, no, no, they actively show that nobody dies. Like, yeah. quote unquote, you know? And this movie gets back to, these two movies get back to that. They're like, no, he, he doesn't kill people. He doesn't yeah. let people die. Yeah. No matter how bad they are, they're going to face justice, quote well, unquote. Well, that's the thing, know? right? Like, and that's, I think, why he wanted such a close relationship with Jim Gordon. Like, he's like, let's go back to way it should be, where, mm-hmm. you know, I will round them up and literally leave them at your police doorstep. Mm-hmm. And then you get them in jail, and then we lose all this corruption. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, because going out of just killing people doesn't end the corruption. It just no. makes them sneakier. No, you know exactly. Um, <laughs> sorry, it just kind of reminded me of a, a article I was reading about. Um, uh, scientists are doing studies on like evolution still and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And they the article it was clickbait, but it pretty much brought me in with like, "Stop killing spiders! You're making them smarter." And I was like, "What? I'm sorry, what?" <laughs> and of course, because it's a, it's an evolution thing, right? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. the spiders that you're seeing are the stupid spiders, um, and the <laughs> ones that live, of course, get sneakier and smarter and hide better and oh stuff. God, that's and they fine. procreate, <gasps> so then the spiders are gonna get smarter, right? And I'm itchy. <laughs> oh God, where are they? They're everywhere. You just can't see them. Uh, so yeah. So it's the same thing with corruption. Just killing yeah. them just makes the like corrupt people that are still alive sneakier, smarter, yeah, and just get and, better and at, get better at hiding and, what they're and doing. They're hiding from one person versus yes. an entire police, you know, department, yeah. which is what it should be. Is the whole department? Yeah, working together, working together, stopping what they're doing, and so that they're afraid of anybody in uniform other than just Batman. Like that's yeah. what they said. In the beginning of uh, of Dark Knight, after they do the whole bank robbery scene, they're like, "You have more chance of, of winning the lottery mm-hmm. than you do of running into him because he's just one guy. Right. Gotham's so corrupt that mm-hmm. like he can't be everywhere." So. Yeah, and like if if you know eight hundred people are being robbed at the same time, mm-hmm. he's going to stop one of them, not mm-hmm. eight hundred, right? right? But if you get the cops behind you, 
800 people wrong, you know, 785 are going to get stopped. Exactly. And it's and it's good that way. Yeah. And so, if he just continues to kill them, then, again, they're just hiding from him and not, he's not working on the police and the legal department and yeah. everything else, so. Yeah. And showing that the corruption doesn't work will get corrupt cops off the street as well. It'll stop. Yeah. Or at least get them to come forward or stop them from doing what they're doing and, you know, get on the quote-unquote right track or, yeah. or whatever, like, quote-unquote fix the system yeah um so and, and it's true it's it's he was thinking people can be like just kill them that's small picture he's thinking yeah. he's actually like the batman that thinks big picture yeah right? yeah yeah it works yeah. out yeah I mean, he needs a lozenger so because he probably has a sore throat but that <laughs> he's big picture batman <laughs> that voice man that mm-hmm. voice and he worked on it for so long, so long yeah and then he went even I can't remember what the reason was why he went even like rougher in the second one. There was a reason that yeah. he had in his brain, but Christian Bale's a bit wackadoo. So. But he's also one of those like really intense method, method actors, actors yeah. guys. Can you who... imagine those two on the set together, like him and Heath Ledger? That would have been like, Ooh. yeah, I think it would have been uncomfortable. Like I think because I think they're also the type of people like not necessarily Heath Ledger, but him for sure would be like, no, you're the Joker. You have to stay away from me. I will yeah. fight you. Like yeah. he would, he would have been like that guy. You yeah, know I mean? yeah. And Tom Hardy is a major method actor, so he mm. wouldn't have come out of Bane. No, he, no, no, not no, 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 so, not at all. Yeah, so that yeah. would have been also uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. <laughs> Our cast and crew's good. like, what's with these? I'm like, dude, it's a movie. <laughs> God, Just take the thing off your face. We don't know what you're saying. What do you want for lunch? <laughs> I want a hoarder. Too many. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would think so. And Michael Caine and um and Morgan Freeman are sitting there like, what the fuck are these guys doing? <laughs> no. like, Can't you guys shit. just turn it on and be like good actors? There's, yeah, yeah, like to keep it. Did, all the did, did you miss that class where you turn it off for a little while? You can get back into it after kind of thing, you know. Uh I know. It's funny how some people like they really do commit to a role. Like yeah. I was reading that. Heath Ledger, like, locked himself in a hotel room for, like, six weeks preparing for mm. this. And I'm like, that's six weeks out of your life, man. Yeah, like, yeah. And, um, But, I mean, that's six weeks. I mean, okay, he died, which bad. is yeah. sad, so it made it a lot shorter. But if he had lived, that six weeks yeah. made him, like, you know, $50 million. He's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. it's true. Yeah. It's true. And uh, I'm glad he won the award for it. Do you think he would have won the award if he had been alive? I think, think he, he would have been nominated if he had been alive. I think he would have been nominated. Yeah. Um. I think he deserved the award. Absolutely. I don't think he would have won. No. No. If he lived. No. No. There's no way. That's not. That's not what the Academy does. Which is sad because then it felt like they gave it to him, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, and they didn't at all. He yeah. Completely he earned yeah. that role. But the same thing happened with, for example, like Russell Crowe when he won for Gladiator, and he should have won for Ellie Confidential. You know, yeah. they're like. He deserves an award and he did a good job this time. Let's give him an award. I'm not saying Gladiator's a bad movie or anything. It just wasn't Oscar worthy. No, right? it wasn't as good as what is well. It's yeah. the same with Leonardo DiCaprio. It's like, yeah. okay, we've missed every single one. Yeah. So and he, and he has been amazing in so many movies. Yeah. And it, I, like personally, I still haven't watched The Revenant. Yeah. Uh, it's not a movie um, that has Tom Hardy's in it. <laughs> I mean, he is in it. Uh 
Oh, that's true. He's in that one, isn't he? But I don't know. There's, there's just nothing about the movie that makes me like, oh, I want to see this. Oh, I want to. It's depressing as hell. Yeah, hell and that's too. the problem, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not like other movies of his haven't been depressing. Like, personally, I think he should have won for This Boy's Life. That mm. movie is depressing as shit, yeah. but it is so well done, and he's yeah. so good in it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Even if, like, you do something more recently, like The Departed, he should have won for The Departed. Absolutely. He was so good in it. He does. He would have deserved it, but... Another one, I don't even know if he was nominated for it, because it just didn't fit with them, but, yeah. um, oh, what was the one where he was uh, a detective, and then he ended up being crazy? Oh, uh, oh, yeah, that movie, that movie messed me up a little bit, because... It was haunting, and he was so good good in in that movie. And he was good in Django. I don't Mm -hmm. think he was nominated for Django. No, no. And I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We're serving white cake? (laughs) (laughs) Give him an Oscar for that. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. the scene where he's like with the skull and his hands yes, are bleeding and stuff, like bleeding, and he's he just like going. he's like, no, this this is what would happen in real life. So we're making this work, yeah. and it just and he just did it. They did it in that one take, and it was amazing. And yeah. you're just like, oh my god, like <laughs> now we need yeah. to get you stitched up because yeah. you're bleeding a lot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. And I the know. thing is, like his role in that movie, like he was so good. It's like. I really like Leo DiCaprio, but I think I hate him now. I know, I know. it's a role, but I hate you so I know, much. I know. You know? Yeah, that's me with that. That's me with slave movies. What you were saying, like the uncomfortable. I can't do anymore. I really yeah, can't. I can't. I, I can't like, do any more slave movies, and I can't do any more Holocaust movies. I've I can't do. Uh, I can't I've do war movies them. in general. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. Mm. Like I think they had they redid Roots, and it was supposed to be amazing. I'm like, I can't. Like yeah. I just can't. I can't. No. Get myself there. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, and one of the things that really annoys me is I I, I have like a I, is is there such a thing as black guilt? I think there's a thing as black guilt, but I have a black guilt about like a lot of those movies yeah. where people Did are just you like own, you owned a slave <laughs> in your time machine. Um, I was the house slave. Thank you very much. <laughs> we make jokes because it's uncomfortable. Comfortable, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I'm so white. Okay, yeah. <laughs> It's true. Together we make half of an Oreo. It's fine. <laughs> um, no, but the thing is, is uh, like a lot of people are just like, you know, why haven't you watched like all of these slave movies? And why haven't you watched, you know, the, the oppression of your people and all this kind of stuff? I'm like, fuck off. Yeah. Like, yeah. seriously. Yeah. I know you, my oppression. I, I live with yeah. you all the fucking time. I mean, times. black women in North America. I am oppressed in some way, yeah. shape, or form. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. You are... An obnoxious white man telling me that I need to know my people. Go to hell. Oh no, is it white yeah. people who tell it's you? It's not that just white people. It's, it's, it's no black people, you know. You I, I remember um, this was, I'm not going to say what year because this was a long time ago. Um, well, no, I guess people probably have figured out my age by this point, but eh, it's fine. Anyways, but years ago I used to work in a bookstore. Mm-hmm. And I don't read books based on like the author's color of their skin or man or woman or whatever i basically yeah. based on content yeah you know i'm like do I, people I, I do that i guess they do yes they do yeah. uh the reason why i know this is because i was berated several times because people come and go i'm looking for a black author and i'm like well i know these people are black are these books any good i'm like i have no idea and they're like why aren't you reading these books these are people of your culture and blah blah oh i'm like God. this book is about a slave this book is about a murder this book is about um uh what was it um uh, there's there's an author that does like black people romance novels yeah and it's about you know girl getting her gucci and you're just like 
fuck you. Yeah. That is not my world. That's not no. something I want to read about. That's not something that I want. And it's not that I don't know about slavery and, and uh, like, the, the oppression of, of black people and, you know, the, the issue of our societal, systemic racism and, and all that kind of stuff. Like I said, I live it every day. Yeah. And I'm happy for you that you want to read it. Yeah. But as an another black person you don't have to tell me i need to read books about no, it no no i'm no. good it's ridiculous yeah i'm good i wouldn't even think about that i mean i'm i'm i have such a big part and and am part of the lgbtq community and i would never think to just read lgbtq books like yes. that just doesn't really mm. or even seek them out like i'll if you know if it's a book that's supposed to be really good i wouldn't even look at the back and see what yeah. color they are or if it's a man or a woman mm. half the time because i read so much i don't even know the names of the damn yeah. books well that's what i'm, I'm saying just like i literally i just pontificated about a book that i absolutely love and i'm just like i don't know who wrote this and no. i have to like google it you know no. and it happens to me all the time yeah. and yeah. unless i read like four five or six of a same author's yes. book. Yeah, when then you know, I'll yeah. figure out who they are. Yeah. Fine. But most of the time it's like it's one offs of different people that I've read and I'm just like Yeah. This yeah. was a good book. Yeah. Next. That's yeah. it. Yeah. You know? And I'm I'm a big uh horror fan in terms of, of well, movies and books, but like and so I read a lot of Stephen King and Joe Hill and all that stuff. Mm. And I found out like if there, someone was really raving about a new female because there's obviously not a lot of female voices in that genre yeah. i would probably be like cool i'll check them out but i wouldn't be like finally and march down to my book i gotta and, buy the yeah, woman one and i yeah. won't buy one more stephen king as a result yeah. and i just would never think yeah. like that well because people are also like you have to support you know your brother and i'm just like <laughs> yeah but i would buy it and read it if I had any interest in the content or I yeah. liked it, you that's, know? That's being racist in itself. itself it's yeah. putting you into a box and it's well, ridiculous. The funny thing is, is one of the books, um, this is another person I'm going to actually have to look up. So a book came into a, 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 a bookstore and um, I saw the guy on, it was like the Daily Show or something. And he is a black guy and he wrote a book of, He's a comedian, satirist kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And he wrote a book called How to Be Black. Okay. And to me... Was he on there recently? No. This oh, was okay. A, um, I think he's been back on the show if he's written something possibly. But um, Beartu Thurston. Okay. Yeah. Um, and... Like, listening to him in the interview and describing his experience, I was like, you know what? This is a book I can get behind. Mm -hmm. A, hilarious title, Black Person on a Train Reading, How to Be Black on mm -hmm. a Train. Hilarious, you know? <laughs> um, just the, you know, we have just, to learn how to be us, too. Thank you very just, much. <laughs> just for the humor in just itself the humor on the damn subway. Yeah, and yeah. I sat there reading the book, and I was thoroughly offended by the uh, book. Yeah. As a black person. Yeah. And the thing is, is that in the book had quote unquote lessons that he broke down into certain things or whatever. Okay. Um, and I think they were supposed to be satirical. Think. Yeah. I say think because God they came across yeah. as super just generally stereotypical and racist. Yeah. Um, but the other part of the book is that he wrote about his life as well and like some biographical parts of it and his experience and stuff. And those parts were amazing 
Right. You know? Yeah. Like, he talked about, you know, growing up in the States, and he talked about a trip he took to Africa and meeting, you know, other black brethren and how it opened his eyes and all this kind of stuff. And that part totally got behind. Yeah. It was well written. It was clear. You understood his emotion. You understood where he was going with all of it. Right. 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 But then it turned into... I, I even forget what some of the lessons are. I, I don't, like, I, it's literally one of those books that I just put out of my head. Because I, I like, usually I don't review things unless I finish it. Right. Because I'm like, you can't encompass something yeah. if you don't know the whole thing. But it was one of those books where I'm like, I was literally at the last chapter. Like, and there I'm was, like a, there was like, a question in it or something. And I was just like... I think it literally said, why are you still reading, why you're still reading this book? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. And I literally put the book down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's just like, this is bullshit. Like, this book is one of the reasons why, like, stereotypes and that oppression is still out there. Because other black people are perpetuating it. Yeah. And they don't know how to be, to get their voice across satirically enough, or sarcastically enough, or as a joke enough. To get other people to laugh at it with them and realize, oh, that's not right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like, I was really, really disappointed because hearing him talk, I'm like, you're, you're an eloquent, smart man who clearly has an experience and clearly has something to say, but this is how you're choosing to say it? Yeah. Yeah. What the shit? Yeah. You're just, yeah. Like you said, you're just putting a... You're, you just put us back so many years, years. and yeah. and making it into an us, right? Like yeah. saying that that everybody's the same and that you're part of this group, mm-hmm. and whether or not he wants that group to be better or different or 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 I don't know have more rights or whatever he wants that group to be, mm-hmm. as long as you're thinking of it as that group and not as everyone else, people. yeah. Then yeah, as long yeah. as you become a black person versus person yeah then you're yeah and that's one of the biggest problems it's like people are just like no i'm a black person i'm a white person i'm a asian person i'm a this person i'm like yeah can't can't you just be Be a a person person? yeah Yeah. and And it's so easy for me to say as a white person Mm -hmm. right like i don't have to go through this i have my own things that i go through in terms of being female and Mm -hmm. whatever but um i I like to, I see things, uh, in the States, especially, and I'm like, oh my God, still like, you just, you're so shocked and Mm -hmm. upset and I don't think of it and I don't, but I don't think of it because I'm not it. Right. So it's also that sort of, I have that, you know, first world white person problems. Yeah. And that's the, and the, the, the thing is, is that we are outraged of what's going on in the States, but I mean, it's because that's the media we are most exposed to yes but i mean think about the atrocities against people and especially women in other parts of the world is probably 10 times worse than these stupid abortion laws that they're signing into law in the states and stuff yeah it's egregious it's it's horrible and it's ridiculous because that's nonsense yeah okay um you know what they should amend those laws and be like look women can't have abortions or use get coverage for um contraception guess what uh, men don't get subsidies for Viagra. Yeah. That's I it. Know, I read that. I read and you're that. Just like, said that. I was like, like if you smart. put that in there, guess what? They're right. not going to sign those laws. Yeah. They're absolutely. not going to do it. Absolutely. So I think the problem with the States is, um, they move forward and then they do something stupid and move backwards. Like they're yes. back and forth. Whereas there's a lot of 
countries in the world where they'll make steps to give women more rights mm -hmm. and then it will keep that way. I mean, they might get a dictator, they might have somebody awful in power that will go back, but for the most part, you know, they they like, they start they they, they put make, down a line. Yeah. Yeah. And they it might be baby steps compared to us mm -hmm. and to Europe and to play it, but at least it's going in the right direction. Whereas yeah, the US is like da 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 and we have KKK again. Da, da, da. Like it's just It's horrible. Yeah, it's so yeah. so horrible. Yeah. Um so how did we get here? <laughs> like it just all got real dark is, all of a sudden. Sorry, all of this is edited out. <laughs> oh no, that's staying in there when you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> no, but it just got real dark all of a sudden. I'm just like, oh my god, what are we doing? Bad, man. <laughs> yeah, so about the dark night. Oh, maybe that's why, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, <laughs> a white man as a dark night? That's so how racist. Dare you. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, okay. Like, I don't even know what to say after all. I know. That. I guess we're ending it on that. <laughs> I think so. I don't know. But, but okay, so, but overall, yeah. you know, these two movies, we're not going to include the third movie. <laughs> Since <my> boyfriend. <laughs> I know your boyfriend's in that one. Or else you'd give it, like, all, like, 35 stars or whatever it is. Uh, all the stars in the sky. Mm. Uh, but, but, like... Do you think these two movies, like, aged well, and do you think yes. they still work? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah, I, I didn't even think about that, but they really did. The The first, um, I mean, I was watching it on a DVD versus a Blu-ray, so that was kind of a little bit more noticeable, because I don't even know where DVDs, were Blu-rays out much when it was... Oh, yes. You know how I know? Because <laughs> when I watched The Dark Knight, one of the, the uh, ads in it was about... Blu-ray. Blu oh, cool. That's funny. You know? Yeah. Um, also, one of the ads in it, because uh, they did a thing with a Norton antivirus. Oh, my know? God. My you mother know? still gets those. <laughs> Jesus. She signs up every year. <laughs> uh, but yes, you know, they have a deal with Norton. Norton antivirus. Sure. Um, sure. But yeah, I absolutely think, I mean, the only thing that I have to say with Batman, um, especially with Batman Begins, is going back to the whole Liam Neeson thing is... Some of the, the stuff that's happened with these characters, it's hard because you watch it and it comes, you know, like the Liam Neeson thing, knowing mm -hmm. Christian Bale is a pain in the ass yes. on set mm -hmm. and, and then Heath Ledger not being alive, alive anymore. Like, yeah. it, it is hard to, mm -hmm. I don't know, to take yourself out from it a bit. Like you, Yeah, you well, because you're like, bombarded with the media, right? Yeah. So it affects what you're looking yeah, at. Yeah, and Katie Holmes, I think this was pre-Tom Cruise. Like it's all... Oh, maybe during Tom, Tom Cruise. Maybe during. I think it's during Tom yeah. Cruise. Yeah, and uh, before it got serious, Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah, and you're just like, what the shit is this? Yeah, escaped a cult. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, so that that's the only thing. Like when something's happening, but I guess that happens all the time, right? Like yeah. something happens, you know, before the premiere, and you're like, ah, crap, and it it affects you. But mm -hmm. um. But yeah, no, I definitely think it stands up well. They and, do stand uh, up well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, There's nothing, well, except for the fact that, like you said, Nolan doesn't know how to treat women as characters. Yeah, well, um, that could happen now, right? But yeah. But the thing is, there's nothing, like, egregious or mean or excessive about it. Because, like, you know, sometimes, like, oh, no, this movie, like, you, you watch it now, like, I didn't realize this movie was so sexist and mean. Or, no, I no. didn't realize it was, like, it's super racist or, or something like that. Like, it, it's just, it's very straightforward. It's very good guy, bad guy in a world. We're going to yeah. stop this from happening. Like, yeah. it's very, 
it's clean that way. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I yeah. think women are just an afterthought. They're like, oh yeah, I guess he should like somebody. He should okay. do that thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he could like a person, but do we have to make her like a real person? <laughs> Can she just be on the phone a bit? <laughs> yeah. Just on, just on the phone. Just walking around on the phone, Aaron Sorkin like, but we don't have to pay attention to her. It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. It's yeah. Fine. Um, but yeah, no, I think it, I think it holds up well. I, I wish that the little kid that was Joffrey died. Um, <laughs> I know, then Game of Thrones wouldn't have happened, and then, like those lips, have, those yeah. lips are so thin, even back then. He's <laughs> a small, lips. sad child. He's a small little face. Yeah. And you're like, you're not cute. I actually feel sorry for that kid because apparently people still throw things at him and stuff. And he, yeah, like, he, he's getting out of acting. I think yeah. he's going through to be like a mathematician or something because everybody hates him so much. Which is it's great. It's horrible, but I feel the same way. But I the saw him is, on the screen. I'm like, can can someone gas that kid? <laughs> oh my God, it's the woman who has a child. But you know. You get it. Is. Yes. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, no, it, it's true. It's yeah. true. Yeah. Uh, but I, I do kind of feel sorry for him. Like, dude, I was acting. That was my job. I know. And yeah. when you think about how horrible he was, but also like how horrible Ramsey was. Yeah. But Ramsey, like the actor who played that, had done stuff before, and, and he and was weird was, and creepy as well in those yeah, other things. Yeah. I just, I don't think he was in it as long or as in your face as Joffrey yes. was, and yeah. didn't really know him other than Batman Begins. Yeah. So you're mm-hmm. like, Ooh. and he also tortured a person you didn't like at the time either. Yes. Well, yeah. I love my Theon. Yes. Well, we all love Theon now. But at first, you know, when he's trying, (laughs) what he burned two little boys to fake other people's murder. Like, that's horrible. You know what? They were starving. It's fine. (laughs) He's like, I liberated them from this life. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Gosh. Uh, but yes, I do agree with you. I think these movies aged incredibly well. Yes. And yeah. uh, they yeah. still look good. Like uh, like you said, because of practical effects and all that kind of stuff, it it doesn't age the same way as like CG heavy movies do. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> or I'm sure, I mean, I, I haven't rewatched them in a while. Like I'm sure the Tim Burton ones and the, the four ones probably. Uh, the two Tim Burton ones weren't actually, didn't like... I liked the first one less than I remember, mm-hmm. and the second one is, I think, holds up really well. Yeah. It's a lot campier than I remember, but it holds up really well. Yeah. But those second two movies, the first time they came out, they were garbage, I so it's fine. I actually don't even remember. I don't remember the fourth one at all. That's I think fine. I like Alicia Silverstone's in there somewhere. Yeah. And then the third one just blends in, kind of. Like, That's... Val Kilmer, mm-hmm. but I, I couldn't even tell you who the villains are. I don't know. I don't really remember. No. It's Two Face and uh, oh, Jim Carrey. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, there's some overacting. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Look at me. Look at me. Yeah. Like I kept telling you, like it's fine if you don't remember. It's okay. I know. Yeah. It's probably better for you that you don't remember. You know what I mean? Like I I put myself through that again on purpose, (laughs) and I put uh, two other people through it with me. So we're we're not friends anymore. You would have had to pay them more than gummy bears. The funny part. <laughs> More than gummy bears and wine? That's craziness. <laughs> yes. So, you know, that's fine. Yeah. But yeah. So I'm happy these two aged really well. I yeah. was, I was, I'm always really worried when I start watching them. I'm like, oh no, please don't be yeah. bad. And yeah. They're great. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's, uh, again, like I said, because it wasn't so, like you said, it, because it wasn't mm-hmm. so CGI heavy, mm-hmm. but, yeah, again, it could have been any city, and, yeah, some of the corrupt stuff is <laughs> happening <laughs> still. <laughs> Yay! They're just like, wait, did I see that on the news yesterday? <laughs> oh, no, that's Gotham City. Different, different. <laughs> different okay. Times, different sure, time. sure. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for being here and doing thank this. Thank you! Yay. I only sweat a little because I was nervous. <laughs> <laughs> guys are lucky mm. oh, I kid I kid yes. well that's it for Batapalooza and this episode of Off My Shelf uh, until next time you can follow along on Instagram and Twitter at ohmyshelf or you can send me an email at ohmyshelf at gmail.com on the next episode we will be talking about the movies Beetlejuice and Big Fish hope you'll be here to listen